<laughs> Thank you. on my lap. Oh, right. hi, Ken. Go ahead. Oh, hi, oh, oh, sorry. You're a puppy. You're All right, puppy. I'm going to introduce it with Frank you. licking your face. Nice to meet you. What is sweet puppy <laughs> for? Are you such a love? I know. Okay, I can tell you about your mommy. I can tell your mommy a little bit. We've got to get started with the podcast. I'm sorry. Hello, this is Lisa. Hello, let's get started. Hello, this is Lisa Russick and Misty Laura with the podcast. We're all psychic. And we had a Frank up here. There he is. Oh, wait, wait, wait. We have a guest. Her name is Nancy. Our guest is not Frank. Y'all know Frankie. Our guest is Nancy. Nancy, would you like to say hello? Hello. And they say hello back, I think. Uh, listeners, this is a video podcast on Spotify. And Nancy, we have a question for you. Do you think we're all psychic? Yes, I definitely do. Well, how'd you question. get to that? How'd you get there? How'd you get to that conclusion? I, so interestingly enough, I work with people all over the world of all walks of life. And I actually talked to a brain surgeon and I was asking her what she thought of my abilities, like how she could reason it. Because at first of all, I was like, thank you for booking me as an animal communicator. Thank you for booking me. How do you reason it out? And she gave me the most interesting answer. She said that she thinks it's instinctual, that it comes back from the hunter-gatherer days and that we had these abilities way back when, and that's how we survived. And yeah. she said, she said, the truth of the matter is even brain surgeons only understand 10% at most of the brain. She's like, the reality is we really, she said the brain is the most misunder or not, or un, un, Unexplored territory. <laughs> yeah. Like they said, in reality, we have no idea how so much works in the brain. Like we think that we're there, but she's like, even as a brain surgeon, she's like, we we know nothing. Yeah. Like, like very little. And she's like, so she thought it was an instinct based thing that is hereditary, that is genetic, that a lot of people have just turned off. And yeah. that's how I use to describe my own abilities is I can turn off and on. Yeah. So, but she thinks it's just a part of the brain. And actually, uh, one of my mission statements is uh, I would love to fund scientific research and really study yeah. parts of the brain that are working. Because to me, it's fascinating. Like, I don't know anyone yeah. out there that's done like CT scans of the brain. It's really cool. Like, I pretended like I was in a Star Wars capsule. Like, that's how I did it. Mm -hmm. I was having like headaches and they had to like study it, you know. But like... You go through CT scans. So wouldn't it be fascinating if like you had, and not just me, like people with abilities, with proven abilities, and they could like ask questions and then see. They what have. Brain. Yeah. They have. But, done that's, but let's not like, in a controlled. But exactly. Like, yeah. let's start exploring and then let's see how we can use it. Like yes. how we can use it because is it just, is it just instinct? Like, because for me, like I can talk with animals and people that have passed all over the world. So for me, I, I know it's more instinct, but a hundred percent, we all have abilities of some degree. Some yes. of us are just, again, because of perhaps our genetic makeup, there's going to be, it's going to have a deeper level, but we all, I mean, that's just, it's instinct. That's you what find, I would. You might, you might find this interesting, Nancy. I've, uh, I've done some reading about um, a long time ago. I did this reading when I was trying to figure out, am I psychic? Is this? Yeah, a, yeah. You know, I was doing some reading, and they did some research. Um, they find, they found that they, the scientists, say that we have parts in the brain that do all these things, but there are no sensors. There's no eyeballs. Mm. We have mm. the parts of the brain still, and they will light up sometimes, or in the chart, you know, they don't know what they do, but they're like, when we had whiskers this worked, you know, yeah, but yeah. it still lights up. So it's doing something, you know? Yeah. So I mean, that's, that's something they do know that these parts of our brain are in there and they know they got, they, they know that they are connected to senses, you know, yeah. or any kind of physical sense, yeah. but they don't know where the sensor is or they say the sensor doesn't exist. Anymore. Yeah. 
like yeah. a tail, like a tail. We don't have tails anymore, yeah. you know. Yeah. So I thought you'd find that interesting. So no, it's know. fascinating. Yeah. Well, and what I love is I'm I'm always like when I have I love when I get veterinarians that come to me. I just had a veterinarian the other day. Veterinarians and like you know surgeons and and I had a I I work with again all walks of life, but it's like the the freaking brilliant people like the Mensa people that I'm always like I want to pick your brain like yeah explain yeah. like when I've had like cancer like oncologists like contact me and I I'm like I'm so grateful but how do you how do you because like those are the people you know like again brain surgeon you can't beat that as far as understanding and it's amazing that I think when you talk to to doctors and people that have these backgrounds and you ask them personally maybe they won't admit it you know publicly or whatever but you when you ask them personally they will say we have stuff we can't explain all the time yeah yeah oh I bet they do that's what's fun about it you know I want to hear those stories (laughs) yeah (laughs) really yeah 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 so so Nancy can you tell us a little bit about how you learned that you could communicate with animals or has it always been there that's a great question and actually I answered it on TikTok the other evening um and the way I answered it is I've always known I had it but the question for me has always been, is it good? So ever since I was little, I grew up on a farm in Northern California and all I uh, seven miles from the nearest little itty bitty town. And I always knew I was connected to animals. Uh, we had pigs. We had smoker, joker and poker pigs. And we had <laughs> those were their names. I still rem- and I would go and cuddle with them. And they seemed to inherently understand that I was lonely, that I needed a friend. And they seemed to just have this. It was like we had this unspeakable unspeakable like connection but also and this uh, sadly still happens to this day um there would be animals that would be dropped off we had so our house was at least a mile from the nearest road and somehow animals always seem to find their way back and even my mom who to this day is the most (laughs) non-believer as far as like abilities and very much you know and she would even say like nancy i don't know how these animals know to come back to you so uh, i have always inherently know that I had abilities. I could also speak to people, to dead people. And my grandmother came to me when I was six and started speaking to me as well. But when I would tell adults, and thankfully it's a lot better now, but when I told adults in the early 80s, I was shunned. I was, I grew up Catholic. So that was a whole ball of wax there. Yeah. But from my understanding, I knew I always was, but I for years, I I punished myself because I thought I was different and I hated being different. And I was so depressed and all of that stuff because I wanted so badly to be normal because no one was telling me to not only accept my gifts, but love them. And that these were real. Instead, I was being told uh, brainwashed in a way, gaslighted that not only were my gifts not real, but I was crazy, right? We just were talking about that yeah. word crazy. I was told that I was crazy. I was diagnosed with everything under the sun from borderline personality disorder, bipolar to schizophrenia. I was diagnosed and pumped on all sorts of fun drugs in the eighties and nineties. Did because- you think something was wrong with you too? Were you taking them? I, I, th- I believed it. Thought- yeah. I believed yeah, okay. it because that's, that's what, what I was wondering. because I was, you know, six years old, like when you go and tell your mom, mom, I just heard grandma speak to me and this is the stuff she was saying. And your mom says, oh no, you didn't hear it. You're not going to believe it. But what was I What was interesting to me is no matter the pills I took, which by the way, is a whole other, like it's just insane, like the stuff I ended up taking. But even with all the stuff I took, 
I remember writing in my journal one day because I had been convinced that all of this was in my mind. And I wrote down, you know, I'm hearing people speak to me again, but I know they're not real. And I wrote it down. And as soon as I wrote that, I heard we are real. And it was because the the things that I would hear in my head were never bad. It wasn't like go burn something, you know, it was always yeah, just like there's yeah. people around you. We're supporting you. You're building up for something like I was always these messages were always very warm and inviting. It was never bad stuff. And I guess that's what I didn't understand is when I would try and explain to adults, like, no, they're just telling me that there's people around me or I would feel them around me or I'd feel ghosts. Like I'd feel ghosts. And then again, I'd be in the crazy town, Um, you know, but instead of listening to me and saying, well, maybe this isn't so bad. They immediately, because I was and I wasn't even hearing it. Like when I say hearing to me, I know, you just kind of know information comes through a stream of consciousness. So it's just like yeah. you're thinking about you need to get bread at the grocery store. That's how I hear animals and people. It's me not too. a yeah. voice. Also, when I was younger, I would get sense. Uh, I know that's a type of psychicness. Forgive me. I don't know the term for it. Maybe it's Claire Smell Smellience. Thank you. Claire Smell. Is that really it? Claire Smellience? <laughs> I don't it's know like, what it is. It's, it's that's just what I call it because I can never remember it. <laughs> yeah, but there is like, okay, so, so there is that's, one. A, that's one that actually a lot of kids will get. That, that, that yeah. one is very common. That's, it is. Like, a lot of people smell like smoke. A lot of people. But that, exactly. But a lot of people, because they're convinced, because other people don't understand they're convinced that it's nothing like it's i think i little, hear that yeah like i remember my grandfather died when i was eight actually on my birthday which threw me talk about throwing the the, the already the the girl that thought she was weird already then your grandfather dies on your birthday and you think especially you're going to hell oh god um, yeah no but you know i immediately after he past I would smell cigar smoke and it was every once in a while it wasn't like I was hearing it all the time which now you know you'd be like okay is it a tumor is it something going on but no it would be every once in a while and I just again I inherently knew that he was just visiting and then my grandmother passed and I smelled her but it was interesting because it was never sense that I would it wasn't like roses. It would be right. like you said, like their perfume or something that connected. Or even like me. flowers or. Yes, like but it would be like. Weird smells like flower. cat yes, litter. Yes, it you would know, be stuff like that. Yeah. And so what I tell people now, and this is one of the things I really try and encourage and I do with my own kids is if you, if you smell something, if you hear something, it's not automatically bad. It doesn't mean it's not true. You allow them to speak about it because that's one thing I didn't have the opportunity to do. And I'm still working it out with my mom and the things that happened. It's like, hey, mom, well, what, what happened here? You yeah, know, because, yeah. but in, scared. In, yeah, no, that's the actuality is people are afraid of what they don't understand. And yeah. we're talking about in the early 80s. And if you're, I'm 50% Portuguese. And if you are being raised in a very, very traditional patriarchal household, you, you're you're going to want to stay in the in the lane. You're going to want to stay and you don't want to upset anything in the lane of nope. of, of of that family dynamic. And so because I wa because I did, I, you know, I was labeled the black sheep. And to this day, I don't have good relationships with my family. And that's okay. But it's interesting how much rejection can come into play with people that have abilities and even, you know, not even just doing it professionally like I do, but just everyday people. Like I tell people, you're, you know, your bartender can be psychic. You're the guy that changes your oil. Your bartender is definitely psychic. Bartenders are amazing. But that's yeah. the thing. But it doesn't mean that because they feel something, oftentimes people will feel 
shunned or it won't be until like I talk to them and they're like, well, I've been getting feelings. I'm like, oh, and, and, and sometimes I'm the first one to be like, that's okay. You're yeah. normal. They probably, a lot of people probably who know you or feel comfortable coming to you and saying, I've had this experience. Can you explain yeah, it right. to me? Yeah. yeah. Like, they would oh, come of course. First. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I would, I would come to you first. Yeah. And I'm, oh. I'm welcome to it for sure. Because I know what it's like to be like, that's nothing. You're yeah. Because, I, because yeah. when someone tells you that it's nothing, you freak out about it even more. You don't just yes. go, oh, mom said it's nothing. I'm okay. No, you're yeah. right. Especially if you keep thinking about it and it's like, yeah. well, and I know down here in my around. gut that it's something. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's weird. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, exactly. Yeah. Like you go, wait a minute. Like I felt like, so if it wasn't that, then what was it? Right. You know, of course, don't tell an overthinker that it's nothing because they'll keep thinking about it. <laughs> right. Ball. You're right. Don't, don't go there. Yeah. <laughs> don't think of the, of the pink elephant. Don't think of the pink elephant. <laughs> I have a question for you, Nancy. Um, listeners and watchers, right before I hit record, I was really trying to get it fast because Frankie over there behind Misty, if you are watching, Frank was in her lap and Nancy was like, oh, I can tell your mama some stuff about you. So we got to get to the show. Do you, mm -hmm. I don't know if you remember that, Nancy. It was right, yeah. right when I Is started. Frank, can you, can I see Frank? Where's the Frank boy? Hi, nice to meet you. What like a boy you are. Oh, my goodness. Oh, goodness. Oh, you want a good boy. Oh, my goodness. Hi, sweet puppy. He says he wants to go out more. And then he's <laughs> very afraid that you don't let him out enough. And he wants you to walk out with him. He needs you to escort him out. He says he gets scared in the dark. He does. He gets yeah, scared in the dark. Just like Oscar, Misty. Oscar yeah, he gets, he escorted. He, his he gets scared in the dark. And he says, there's not a light, a lot of light on the patio. Do you have one of your lights out on the patio or is it just darker? It's just dark. Yeah. He says he wants more light out there that he's okay. very, and he's very afraid of the noises. Yeah. He's he is. very afraid of the noises. And so he wants you to escort him out. Oh, okay. That's so weird, uh, Nancy, because his father is my boyfriend's dog. And I have, we always have to escort. I, when I'm at his house, he won't, he, he's, he's my shadow dog when I'm there. He won't go outside unless I escort him. It his might father. be a genetic. I it mean, might just be. Like, Isn't that cute? You know, because yeah. just like, well, it's, you know, like they're starting to show. And I see this almost daily dogs that have ADD, dogs that have, um, they've already proven that dogs oh, can have. Oh, yes. Um, I had OCD. a cat who lost her mind. Yeah. 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 She, no, she you can her. have animals that have OCD. Uh, you know, other things. So I'm not so just like with people. So I'm not surprised if if his dad is like that. That he's like that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. With you his dad's that. very smart, and Frank is very smart too. They're very and intelligent. They have a lot also. of the same characteristics. They do weird little little things yeah. like the way they they like do the like, way that he drinks water is really interesting too. Right? He does something a little funky monkey with his water. He he's just always. Well, it's, it's almost so like, hyper. does his tongue kind of go on one side of his mouth sometimes? Like, like that? Yeah. It kind of like goes to one side. Yeah. Like that. Not yeah. that I'm trying to imitate. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you made me do it. <laughs> but, you know, I just feel like, like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, see, my younger dog, my younger dog, his mother is having a lot of trouble uh, with her back leg and he keeps gnawing on it. And I'm afraid he's the cause of the problem. Wait, who's gnawing on who's like his mom? Okay. He is gnawing on her leg. What's her name? Princess. So Frank is gnawing on Princess's leg? Yes. Yes. And he's her trying to help her. Hurt. He's trying to help her. Is he trying to help her by biting One her? One second. Leg? One second. There's um, does she have some bumps on her back leg? Maybe just yeah. from gnawing at it? Yeah. He thinks he's trying to get the bumps off. Oh, okay. Oh, tell him not to, I guess. Huh? Yeah. Well, it's hard because he thinks he's helping. He He's trying to get the bumps off, but it's almost like the bumps are from irritation. Yeah, it's dislocated. 
knee. You need to see if there's a way that, and I'm not a veterinarian. I always tell people, not a veterinarian. We've already been to the vet. Yeah. Can you wrap up the leg at all? You need to find a way. Yeah. Just because I think that'll help him because he's trying to help her and I almost feel like he's making it worse. That's a he brilliant is. idea to wrap that spot. Yeah. That almost like much. um, like when you um, sprain your arm yeah. or leg and, you know, like just wrap yeah. it up. So because he feels like he's helping because he's trying to rub the bumps off and what he doesn't realize. And I can try and explain to him, although he's still going to be insistent because he's trying to take care of her. He's yeah. going to still try and do it. That makes so much sense because that, to him, that's all that's changed. That's the thing that's different. Yeah. So he yeah. would want to take them off and that doesn't yeah. be fixed. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That makes well, a lot of sense. I almost feel like she needs cream or something. She needs something to help with the Like irritation. a cortisol. Yeah, yeah. she needs something because I, that, yeah, I don't feel like that stuff is going to go away. And especially like if he can stop licking it, I still like, I feel like it's, 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 um, it's almost like it's getting dry. So it's getting like a little itchy for her. Okay. okay. Yeah. I would, I would, I would like call the vet and see if you can get something and just say her skin's getting really dry. I think that'll help because it's almost like Frank is making it, well, he's making it worse, but he's drying yeah. it out, you know? Yes. Yeah. So they make coconut oil for dogs. I saw uh, yeah. the other day for dry skin. Yeah. I would, I would just check with your, again, I'm always like the very practical, consider that an animal communicator that's practical, but you yeah. know, I would always just like check with the vet and say, can, you know, is this because he's doing this? Can we, you know, just try and wrap it or see if they can maybe give you something prescription strength so it can heal faster. Cause the ha- faster it heals, the less he's going to mess with it. Right. That's very true. Yeah. I that's just, why I would think something prescription hot. might help. Yeah, I, I agree. And listeners, she is spot on um, because he will not get off of her. And no matter how many times I get on him for it, he's just going at it, you know? Well, and I can already tell, I even if I try and explain it, he, because he's, it's, it's almost, instinctual what he's doing it's like i need to clean it i need to clean it so if i work with him maybe it would stop for like 10 minutes but it's almost like an ocd behavior right now right. i need to do it yeah. i need to do it i need to do it and yeah. that's when that's when we need that's why we need to stop that like we can't just stop him right know? right uh, i'm going to definitely bandage her up as soon as we get done with this podcast and just <laughs> keep it loose like it's almost like if you sprain your calf or your leg you, you know you're not going to keep it tight you're going to loosen it, but just enough. And I, what I, my gut, he's going to do is try and move the bandage around. Oh yeah. You know? So that's why I think like, it's almost like, like for humans, you would need like a prescription, like Neosporin kind of thing. Like that's what you need, you know, just something to help it heal. And I'm sure they can give you something, especially if you say like what's happening, but this is what I love is like as an animal communicator, like this is what I see. And then the vets take over, you know, I'm not, I'm never a substitute for a veterinarian, but if you can go in and say, this is where we're pinpointing it to, we can work in conjunction. And that's why I love working with veterinarians. And I always have an open door policy with veterinarians, because if they, you know, if there's a a case that they can't figure out it's like hey and maybe i can just point them in the right direction but that's what i try and do with pet owners it's like look you're still gonna have to go to the vet well, yeah and we did we did yeah. Yeah. but if we can narrow it down to okay needing a cream you know then you know to call and just ask and if they need you to come in you know they need to come in but you know just narrowing it down and that can help yeah. a lot because instead of like playing what's going on Right. And get to the root of the problem well, faster. Not only that, but we can't read dogs' minds like you can. <laughs> That's <laughs> That's what what I can. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much, Nancy. Yes, thank no, you. That that was, was, I mean, really easy day, incredible easy day. demonstration. Oh, he's, he's he's sweet. And he's open. I mean, thank, <laughs> uh, thank Frank, because he's open to it. Like as soon as he got in your lap, he's like, I have things to say. 
<laughs> I, have, I, need, I have things to say. You, you've also been lacking on the treats, and you need to give him the treats. You know what? right. The little he wants the little triangle treats, but he yeah. wants them to himself. It's yes, little triangles, but he wants them himself. He says that's not going to happen, sweet boy. He says he he only wants them him for him. He says he, <laughs> like, well, he says that it, when you give it to because you try and be fair, I feel like you try yes. and give it at the same time, and he says yes. he always gets less. So he wants yes. you to give it like quietly <laughs> to him, like, like, sweet boy that I don't, I don't know if that's going to work, but so he wants it privately. Okay. <laughs> All like, right. On I'll his own, because oh. then he'll feel like he's getting more. It's he's so a fighting for food. Special. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. He just needs some love. It okay. He's sweet boy. Yeah. He just needs a lot of love. I have to go outside with the dog. And then he yeah, needs a little, are you rubbing his belly? He says belly rubs. He needs the belly rubbed. I the belly rubs. You the belly rubbed. That's a sweet boy. <laughs> such a sweet puppy. He is. He's but yeah, that's just a, that's just a little bit of like what I do, you know, like I love it. Great. And great. then, you know, the animals pop up and it's so fascinating to me. And that's why I love doing sessions on videos because sometimes like the pets will like, especially if we're working with like, uh, I don't like to say problem behaviors, but like, let's say they're barking too much. I've not even, I'm not even joking. I've had dogs turn away from me the entire time that we're working on the barking. But as soon as I'm like, let's talk about treats. They're like, really? really? <laughs> like it's, fascinating to me like how so they smart. react yeah they yeah. And, well and they know that i'm talking to them 100 like that's why like yeah. frank's like hey hey and it's almost yeah. a joke it's almost like uh like a party line opens up and <laughs> they they seem to know that someone is, can hear them yeah it's yeah. it's fascinating to me like i'll never forget i was doing a session this is pre-covid and i was doing a session outside and this dog walked by and it was like a big like shepherd and the guy looked at me and the dog kind of sat and just stared at me like real, like serious. And the guy looked at me and the guy looked at the dog and he said, my dog barks at everyone. What is with you? He said, this is the first shot. He was like, what is going on? And it was like the dog was sitting almost in reverence. And I was, I was at the time I was connecting with someone like, so I was working, I was sensing, but the dog like respectfully just like sat like, okay, okay. And he was like, my dog barks at everyone. What? Like it was kind of, like he was like. And of course, I didn't tell him. You, got, you I gave him attention. Him he got the attention like, he needed. Yeah, it was like <laughs> it was almost like this woman's talking. I need to sit for a second. Yeah, but of course, and you know, because if I had said, "Oh, I'm an animal communicator," he would have been like, "Ah, out of here," you know. <laughs> I don't know. He might have believed you because his dog actually didn't bark at you. So. You, you know, I'm so careful. Of There's a in line my... you walk with working with this stuff. You don't know who to say stuff to. So I, so my spouse calls it psychically handsy. <laughs> like so, so I we just went on a trip, our first trip since COVID, and I really just wanted to be. I needed to relax, so I was not saying anything like to anyone until the one night that I had a few drinks and I sang karaoke. <laughs> And after I was singing karaoke, you sing I have the tiger. <laughs> I sang, I so I sang some, I sang um, first date by Blink 22, and I sang No Rain by Blue by Melon. There is Love a that video song. on TikTok, worst, worst like tone, <laughs> but I sang that with all my heart. But anyway, so afterwards, there was like some of the younger people like came over to me and this guy was like yeah great song and i was like yeah cheers you know and i'm like yeah i'm an animal communicator he's like what like, yeah i'm an animal communicator he's like that. And i'm like no 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 seriously i'm really good like like all the things i wouldn't say and i was like 
and my spouse came over at that time. He's like, okay, Nancy, come on, come on. And I'm like, no, no, really? I talk to dead people. Like I was like, oh, really? And this all my, to was, me. Like, I, I never like, no. get to say this. Like a random like, people. I, I haven't told anyone and I'm telling you. And he was like, <laughs> and then we saw him a few days later at breakfast. And I was, and even my spouse was like, that's the guy that you were saying all that stuff to. Like, oh, my God. oh my God. I was so embarrassed. And he was like trying to avert eye contact. And I'm like, oh my God, what did I do? So short answer is my, my daughter has asked me to not talk about it. Like in, because her teachers have talked to her about me before. And she's like, don't tell anyone else, mom. So I really like, it's, it's, it's a really interesting conversation when you meet another parent of like, what do you do for a living? Well, I'm a psychic. Like, that's not exactly how I know, you want right? your daughter yeah. to be invited over for right. You don't get in the PTA yeah. in Alabama being a psychic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay, so fun fact. When I started doing this professionally four years ago, I actually held a small position in my town government. I had been oh, elected cool. and I was serving. And so technically, I'm kind of the first Sweet. psychic medium that my town had had. But technically, I was elected before I came out publicly, and I was <laughs> in my two years. Uh, seriously, and I, I ended up having to. Um, I resigned not because they they were like chasing me off with broomsticks, but because I I was getting too busy. But for a while, like I remember the first few times that I was going, and like I was like, "What are people going to think about me?" And there were a few interesting looks, but yeah. So no, I did actually serve in a public capacity for a little bit that's really cool that's yeah, really cool that is awesome you do a little it sounds like you do a lot of everything yeah. and you know i'd like to have someone who is a medium in office so they could go talk to all the wise souls benefit. i live in a small new england town so i could totally be like that guy's property <laughs> he doesn't want you to do anything with it. <laughs> you go from house to house you do this you do that. You don't do that. You don't, you don't do that. You know what? They're like, when we bought this house, oh, you better believe like when I go, I, I, you can't help but feel energy. And I remember this house is newer, but when we walked in, if I had felt anything, oh, it would have been a hell no. Like, no, yeah. no, no, no. That's how like, I feel too. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Like yeah. You, I can't mess no around way. with houses like that. I know. No, 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 no. I'm not living in that environment either. No. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah. And you yeah, know, I, know, yeah. I know some people like love it. Like I have clients that live in real verified haunted homes and they um, love it because it proves to them that this is real. Yeah. And that's, you know what? More power to you. I don't need I'm, proof that it's real. <laughs> yeah, like I'm, but it's, no, yeah. See, exactly. My dogs agree too. They're, <laughs> they're like, we don't want this crap in here either. <laughs> So, um, Nancy, this has been a fascinating interview. You were just one of the most fascinating guests. Um, where can listeners and watchers find you and learn from you and uh, find out what, what, what more you can do and maybe so find your services? If you want to check out my Psychically Handsy video uh, and anything else, TikTok, Nancy.Mello. I may have some cool dance moves. Not really. Nancy.Mello on TikTok. On Instagram, I'm at Nancy Mello Official. Facebook, Nancy Mello Official. And my website, big surprise, NancyMello.com. <gasps> Okay. M-E-L-L-O. I'll put all this stuff in the description of the podcast listeners as well. So you can just click, hopefully. <laughs> and um, and lastly, do you have any advice for anybody who who maybe they want to be an animal communicator and they have a feeling they can, but they're not real confident? Can you give them like, some advice for some people like that? I think the first step is to work with your own pets. That's and great. And really tune in with 
your own and really trusting what you're hearing, but really start with your own pets and really make sure you're having a clear dialogue. And the major thing I would say is don't doubt what you hear. I remember when we first adopted my lab, uh, we would walk her outside to let her go to the bathroom. And I remember I kept hearing, I don't like you watching me pee. I don't like you watching me pee. So you'll hear some rando stuff. And I say, usually the more rando you hear, random, sorry, random you hear, the more likely it is to be true because your animals will tell you, I mean, it's going to be very random. Like for instance, with Frank and Frank, first of all, was just like, I need to be escorted out, you know, and it's, <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's going to be very much their needs at the moment. So yeah. if it is kind of off the wall, you can trust it. But usually what I say is if worst case, if it's not true, then it's not hurting anyone. So, but just work on those abilities and work on communicating with them when they're in front of you, when they're not, work on that and see if you can, because at the very least, you're building a deeper connection with your own animal because they will receive it. They totally will receive that you're connecting with them and they may not hear every word depending on you and, and you know how deep you're going, but they will receive it and it will increase your bond. And also you can do this with your family's animals as well. You can do it with past animals. I surround myself with pictures of my animals that have passed and I will talk to them and include them. So include your past animals in your life as well and talk to them, involve them. Best thing you can do. Lisa knows about that. Yeah, I do that. I keep my cats around. One of my cats, Morgana, when she passed away, really came through and she's been a guide for me ever since. I don't know if you can see her sensor. She doesn't long haired orange female. So and uh, she had a fluff. Oh, she has a fluff. Yeah, she she had a lot of tangles and she didn't like oh, the brushing her tangles. Oh, out. she she loved to clean. She groomed constantly. But she was very sensitive about the tangles. Very, very. Yeah, well, she never had it. any tangles because she groomed something them. about her bum on her bum. Well, you know, she she had tumors all through her. She might be talking ah, about tumors. That's the bum. Um, that's and the, we didn't know until the last minute. That's what I'm picking up. That's what I'm picking up. It, it, what it, yeah. yeah, when, yeah. When, when she, we, we didn't know. We, we thought she, we were yeah. told she had a floating rib when she was born. And it was a tumor. But, but her mother had given birth to a litter uh, of underdeveloped kittens before mm. her. And they were, you know, they had tumors all through the, the, the fetuses that came out. Um, but Morgana was in the second litter and she, they all the litter made it. But the, you know, as far as I know, the other kittens are still alive from that litter, but she died at seven because she had too many tumors. So they just well, that, came and up really fast. that's what I was picking up, like that, that stuff on the back. That's what was, and it was, she was a tough cat though. Yes. Like, She's well, and this is what's interesting about, um, and I don't like to use animal totem. I'm looking for a better word just because I don't want to misappropriate and, and I want to respect the Native American culture, but you have animals that you really bond with. That's yeah, so the ones I bond with. And instead, Instead of coming back and reincarnating, they become a guide for you. And I kind of yes. say like an animal totem or an animal guide, and they will be right there with you, just like your guides. That's what she does all the time. Yeah. yeah. And usually it's one animal in particular. So don't be, don't feel bad if you have like five animals from your entire right. life. That's okay because it doesn't mean that they're not all around, but you kind of have one main one. And I yes. bet that if listeners thought about it right now, they could pick one. Immediately, the, the first, first one they thought the of first probably name that comes yeah. to mind. Yeah. And that's the one. And again, it doesn't take away from any others that no. have been with you. It's right. just that's the one that kind of guides, that's kind of like the main guide. But then all your other animals will gather to help. I know, especially when I'm dealing, working with like missing pets, I just ask for my whole, all I of have my a question yes. about miss about missing pets. I have a really hard time doing missing pets because to me, all animal energy feels the same. If, if they're passed away or alive, I can't tell that their energy feels the same to me. How can you tell? I'm just curious. Is there a certain way you can tell or do you just know? 
or if they've passed away. I, I just I want to take a second to think about this because I the sh- I really it, have trouble with the the, the, the animals mm-hmm. missing, and I mean, so I just can't feel like so, they're alive all the time. Okay, so this is this is this is what I'll say, and I'm just kind of thinking off the top of my head. So what I have found is that when I am asking an animal, so let's just say um, there was a okay, uh, and this was a cat, and it was missing in a small development on the outside of the woods, and I was feeling it for a few days, and I was working with its owner, and I, I, when I would connect, I'd be like, "Where are you?" and I would immediately get an image. And one day I connected and I didn't get where they were. It was like, okay. So what you'll see, what at least what I've personally found is you'll have it kind of stop. There's a period. Uh, You, when you ask like, are you in pain? It'll be, uh, or they'll start remembering things. That makes sense to me. You just said that. uh. I don't know why. It's like a period. Or what you'll get is I've had other animals that are already passed when you, uh, when you initially connect with them and they'll be speaking about memories. So I'll be talking, there was one cat, you know, a couple of years ago, actually. And this cat was starting to talk about like being on top of the car and like kind of hanging out in the car. And it was the owner that was like, this is what happened when they were alive. And I was like, so sometimes, and that's something you can ask the owner. Does this sound familiar to you? Does this sound like something they've done in the past? Because that can also clue you in. Because what I, so funny enough, sorry, my dogs are barking in the background. I had a cat. Um, sometimes when you have, a lot of times, at least for me personally, when you're working with an animal that's had a real tragedy or a very uh, abrupt situation, I was working with a cat in Dublin. Dublin, I just want to make sure I got the city right. And I, we were tracking it, we were tracking it, and we had found the last place he was. Like, we went, to the, like, this cat was like, I was in this garden. She goes over there. They were like, oh, yeah, he was there last night. And all of a sudden, I felt like he was like, there was like cars and there was a busy thing. And I'm like, what the hell? And I'm telling her, and she's like, that doesn't make any sense. She's like, that is nowhere where we just, where he was last sighted. And I was like, what the hell is going on? And so we, my dog barking. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, so I was like, okay, start like putting it out on social media, like throw it out there more. And a few days later, she had a gentleman contact her from five kilometers away, three miles away. And the cat was over on a busy street and they wow. found it. What we surmised happened. And what I asked him about later, he had jumped in a car. <gasps> he didn't tell I've me. I've heard of that. Yeah. So he didn't he, tell you? He, no, no. He didn't tell me at the time. And it's oh. almost and and honestly, for a cat, it would probably like be like, well, you didn't ask if it was in a car. That, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> probably respond, but no, there was just a gap in time. So like, it went from garden to like cars and like brick buildings, and and so and it matched up where he was found, but he did not share. And was it because it was you know a very scary situation? I imagine so. Right. That even he was having a hard time processing the fact that, holy crap, you know, I almost died in this car like I had this, you know, so sometimes you'll see that. So that's again, there's so many levels to missing pets that, you know, yeah, it, it, I, I do have a question. Um, I have a cat no, I did named Ouija and uh, my husband and I separated and we're divorced now. My ex-husband. Uh, my second What's, I'm sorry, what was the cat's name? Luigi? Ouija, like Ouija, like a Ouija board. Oh, yeah, yeah, got it, got it. <laughs> and she, the about five, a week before I moved out, I lived there for a, a month looking for a place to live, and then I moved out. But about a week before I moved out, she disappeared. 
And she was uh, like, she was eight or nine, chubby, she, orange spots. She's really like kind of rolly. She has the cutest little face, munchkin cheeks. And she, she I called her mama because she had a litter. Um, and she was the best mama. And she's real, kind of like my, uh, my friend called her sports coop. I can pull up a picture of her real quick if you want to see her. <clears throat> but uh, mm-hmm. I just want to know, like, I, I got the I get the impression either she ran away because whenever I look for her, I just she see ran her away. Tail. I see her by a canal or a waterway. I, I feel like her she tail. Was... she doesn't want me to find her. Is what How she, long she's ago gotten, was this? This was a year ago, almost over a year ago. I I see her by a waterway, by like, a waterway. And I know where it is. Canal. I know what you're talking there's about. There's a canal and there's a bridge. Like a, is it, a, there's is a, it a white, little, like a little kind of white? Uh, and it's like drain? an old little overpass, like an overpass. And then there's a canal. I feel like there's other cats around, but it's not a feral location. It's not like a feral. I think I know colony. right where you're talking about. But there like- are other cats around and I see some garbage or something. It's kind of like a canal. And I feel like there's houses around. There's I know where you're talking around. about. It's at the I end of that I would look over street. there and I would. I what I would do is like tell all the neighbors. And like what I always tell my missing pet clients, obviously, when you're knocking on doors, you don't say an animal communicator told me, a pet psychic told me. Absolutely no. do not say that. No. You just say there's an <laughs> You say they're will, yeah. fighting and you know that way people will know this might you might understand this then why she ran away because uh my ex-husband he she, this cat loved him she loved men she loves men and she said she eventually accepted me <laughs> you know she, she loved me and uh she he, my, my ex-husband was sitting with her and i said are you sure you don't want to take one ouija with you i mean she's like you're your cat you know i mean i want to i was going to take her and these boys and he's like no i don't want any cats i'm done with cats and she just looked at me and i knew she heard it and i knew it hurt her yeah. and then like three days yeah, later she knew she yeah, oh she yeah knew. she knew i had a cat it hurt her yeah no yeah. i had a cat and he was he was my cat after my parents divorced and we moved into the city, literal city, Sacramento, and he hated it. And he was in the garage and he was yelling. And I think I was, I was 12 years old and my mom opened the garage and we never saw him again. And to be honest, I've never asked anyone like what happened to him. I honestly, I don't know if I want to know, Yeah, uh, yeah. but I know, I knew that he just wasn't happy. He wasn't happy. He wanted the country. He wanted, they do move on when they're not happy. They do. And I have to respect that. And I love him and he will always be in my heart, but there was nothing we could do, you know, like there was nothing we could do. Like maybe that was a real, maybe his lesson to you at that young age was the freedom that animals really have inside. Well, and sometimes, you know, and I hate this when it happens and because I never like to tell people, Oh, it's meant to be. I hate, I do not like saying that. I don't like saying, well, it's for the best. I won't, I will never tell you that. It's just, I just don't think it helps. I think that animals are just like with people are, are help us learn and help yes. us to perfect. Yes. And so they will teach us different lessons. I had a beautiful, so I'm a military spouse. We've moved all over and I had this wonderful cat named Frankie, this wonderful black cat named Frankie. And I had someone joke once that my cats had more frequent flyer miles than some people because we went from Seattle to Hawaii, from Hawaii, to <laughs> back to Hawaii, back to Connecticut. So this cat has been everywhere. And uh, the one of the first summers we were back in Connecticut, which were settled. I told my spouse no more. He's actually, he lives elsewhere right now. Cause I was like, you go do, if you get stationed somewhere else, God bless you. We're here. Um, so, <laughs> oh yeah. But the, one of the first summers here, she went outside and there was a thunderstorm and we never saw her again. And I knew that she had been eaten. This cat, her stomach hit the ground. Like this cat could not run. And it was weird though, because I just knew that she 
not that she had chosen to go that way, but she was tired of the moving. And she, at the time, she obviously didn't understand, okay, we're done. Mommy has put a fork in this, like I am done, but she didn't. And she, she didn't want to. So she went outside and unfortunately, you know, and we never found her body, but I just, I just knew. Like I well, knew. Yeah, that's, that's what happened with Roxy, my cat Roxy. Yeah. Uh, when I looked for her, I saw the last thing she saw and it was the fence in my backyard. She's the one who lost her mind. I mean, when I say lost her mind, she she didn't even know who she was. So yeah. she was about seven when she got to that point. She just sit on the back porch and she started bringing like, you know, getting, we'd leave food for her, but she'd bring animals yeah. and stash them in the couch or, you know, things on the patio and we wouldn't know where they were. Then these possums started coming. Oh my gosh. And that's when I knew, you know, I was like, what's, yeah. what's up with these possums? You know, and then the white possum came. Wow. and after that she that's when she disappeared and when i looked i saw that fence and the next thing i kind of knew a coyote came in and took her i just yeah. knew she let me know but she well, comes I, in in my readings sometimes and she's like other cats will if i ask them a little mm-hmm, help here yeah yeah she'll yeah, come yeah. in when there's something i do not want to know like mm-hmm. she'll just her face will pop into my head because like she doesn't want me to know what happened to her even though well, I and that and i think that's yeah. like the feeling i get from my cat that ran off when i moved to something yeah. i was the same thing where i just i have not felt an inkling to know but what's interesting and i feel like again like for me i know that my whole life was gearing up to help people and growing up on this farm where we received it you know animals came but also we had coyotes around like i right. have memories of kittens you know coyotes getting into a, a shed and 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 unfortunately yeah. taking kittens and you yeah. learn very quickly in the country it's not it's not happy but it you, gives you respect it, for it's, life it's a it it Unfortunately, and I hate I hate saying it because, again, I I feel so much empathy for people I work with and, you know, but it's 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 still sad and it's still tragic, but you can also take it as as this is just, you know, I, I will tell people sometimes that because this happened it allows something else to happen. Right. Yeah, come in. Like, yeah. like there was a, a beautiful gentleman uh, yesterday that got into a tragic accident and he was still in the hospital and we kept having to reschedule because he was in the hospital. He finally did the session from his hospital bed and his cat, one of his cats had passed right before he had this accident and he was broken up over it. And I heard from the cat, the cat's like, well, I had to go then because he didn't want to leave me. If he was in the hospital, something else would have happened to him. So the cat chose to go then because and then he, he would have been feeling all guilty yeah. as he was yes, in the hospital. Because wow. Because he knew what was happening. And then the cat still would have gone. So animals know. Animals know. And so it's sad because, you know, and going back to like them being outside, it, you know, I also have found that animals will go off to to pass. They do. They will. I have they, seen and heard. I've had I've had animals, pet cats do. Yeah. And and it's hard. They because, tell me in dreams. Yeah. From a yeah. pet owner's perspective, though, when you're working with people, like it's so hard because you love them so much. Like the most common question I get is from when I'm working with animals that pass. Did they know that I love them? Yes. Oh, but sometimes loving them. They they love you so much that a lot of times they don't want you to see them suffer. No, that's and absolutely the truth. Absolutely. They don't and it's, want but it's so hard as a pet owner yourself to because it's, you know, it's one thing to say it, but it's another thing to be in that situation. And it the is time but you probably help people so much just be in there for them. And but it's still, so you know, but it is. Yeah. But at the same time, and I'm so grateful that I get to help so many people. And I also work with animals at end of life. So like right now you go on my website and you could schedule a session within 72 hours. So if you have an animal that has terminal cancer that is passing 
you book a session and I will talk to you and we'll talk about the animal's bucket list. I've actually been featured in um, Dogster Magazine, Dogster Magazine last year for this because we'll go through like end of life stuff because I think it's interesting. It's, it, I feel like it's, it's just as important, just as like people, yeah. it's important for pets to yeah. have that closure. And what I tell people is if your pet, if you notice your pet getting slower, if you notice, take all the photos, do all the celebrating, put them in the silly hat that, you know, they hate, like do all the stuff because they, but you want, they want those memories at the very end to be laughing they They don't don't want us crying and upset and scared no they don't you're right they but they want it to be cherished and if you can do those things like i a lot of times like you'll have it never fails you have a dog that's allergic to chicken they want chicken and the owner's like they can't have chicken (laughs) and they can't they like they're they're passing like yeah you know it's like we hear there's a story about the vet that always gives the pets a little bit of chocolate like you know if they want chicken and they're passing tomorrow like what's gonna i mean Like, but it's, it's giving those animals those chance, but at the same time, then you're allowing them to have that happiness that lasts a little bit. And then you know that you did everything you can. And I think the tragedy when animals go off to pass is that you don't get that chance. You don't get, you don't get that chance. You don't don't, get that chance. They want you to think they're always alive. Yeah. Well, and that closure for them is just walking away. Like for, especially for cats, they're like, bye. (laughs) Like, yes, this is, this is our closure. I'm done. So it's, it's, but it's, it's so beautiful. It, it's yeah. so beautiful because you, you, it's just, you get this full cycle of, of, you know, I love working with animals during life and then passing and then they come after and, and, and they are shining and they aren't hurting and they just want to know that they love you and that they're still with you. That's so, right. But then you have but, said it all right there. Yeah. Thank it's you. It's just beautiful. And you, this has and been like probably this has been one of my favorite podcasts we've done. I don't know about you, Misty, but I love this. Yeah. Thank you so much. I'm almost in tears. I'm so emotional right now. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just honestly, happy. I'm honored to do it, and I I appreciate what you ladies do because there needs to be more conversations about this. That death isn't, you know, we we have death as kind of this um, finality. It's not finality, but also like we have it as like the the like we're so yeah. afraid to speak about it. Yeah, and working with people. I had a, a a woman in Hawaii that was passing, and this woman wanted a big party. She wanted the biggest party, and I was working with her daughter. And to be able to get, and this woman had lost the ability to speak, and so her daughter contacted me, and to be able to speak for her mom, and her mom ended up yes. having a wonderful party, a wonderful potluck, which is very traditional in Hawaiian cultures, and she had all of her favorite people because mm-hmm. that's how she wanted to go out was in yeah. style was in in yes. with a party and pets feel the same way but what the word i was thinking of death isn't the boogeyman and mm-hmm. we think it is because we think that's a period but really it's just the end of a chapter it's just but something we don't understand all the way but there's so much more and yet it's so it's almost like it's so much scarier to think that there's people like me around that can talk to it than to admit that maybe we don't understand everything like we were talking about the doctors and the scientists yeah. like we don't you know, my husband's a mechanical engineer and, <laughs> Great. you know, and he like, I remember I talked to, you know, we were dating. I was like, I'm a psychic, you know, and he's like, yeah, right. You know, <laughs> I mean, it took a few years, but like the, what, what he says to me is I just can't explain what you do yet. And that's what we're talking about, like the brain and stuff. Exactly. But if we can have more conversations like this exactly. and there can be more podcasts like this, where we're talking about animals, having feelings, having empathy, having the ability to truly work in our lives. 
then yeah, then we, we are helping. Then we we're can, yeah. then, but there's yeah. so many people don't realize the power we all have to take control of our lives if we just like educate ourselves as much as possible and learn what we need to you know people like a lot of people stay stuck in sadness especially because so yeah. they get stuck wherever they are a lot of times because it's hard to change well so and we all we all have a purpose here and i yes. say that like this for me this is truly a calling like i don't have a choice like i right. most people I, who come on this podcast say that they don't yeah feel like they i have a and and it's yeah. funny because i had a minister once on tiktok say well, I'm a minister and I have a calling and this isn't, you know, heaven or what the, What do you say? Like the stuff you're saying about heaven isn't real. And I'm like, well, thank you for identifying that you're a minister. I appreciate that. You have a calling and so do I. And I respect your opinion. And I respect that your opinion is based off of your truth. And this is my truth. And if we can all agree, then, you know, we're not all going to say the same thing, but it's what's in here. Right. But at the worst case, you can't like say that, that you, there's too many of us saying this very similar things about what happens after passing. There's too many of, of us that have communicated with animals. There's too many of us that have, you know, look at, you know, you Google NDEs and it's near-death experiences and it's very similar. So yes. there's got to be something to it, even like from an intellectual level. So what I love is the fact that we're having these conversations about death we're ha- and it's healthy. It is. Oh, no. Misty Ooh. dropped out. Hey, uh, listeners and watchers, Misty just disappeared. <laughs> oh, she's back. She's coming back. <laughs> well, it was like perfect timing, too, because it was like the final. Right at the end of your sentence. She was, yeah. she was like, she's like, but it was almost like the universe being like, and this is, but it's not the end. Like, right? she's coming she back. Said it. But it's almost like an analogy, right? For death yeah. is that she pat like she ended. And yeah. now, but she comes back in a different form. Well, there she I'm is. Still, she's in a new form. <laughs> Missy has been reborn. She's frozen form. <laughs> she has been reborn. She needs she's another belly button. Reborn form. <laughs> <laughs> when I was, like they say, when I was born again. So if I'm born again, do I have two belly buttons? So, yeah. Yeah. I never heard that, but that's yeah. funny. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> so, um, I, I, you know, Nancy, I could go on and on. I first, before we go on and on and say goodbye, because it takes us a while to say goodbye. It takes me a while to end a podcast because I don't know how to do it. But I do want to thank our sponsor, Everclear. Everclear is an advice app where you can get advice from psychics and empaths so you can get the clarity you need to create the life you deserve. And um, Nancy, thank you so much yet again. And Missy, if you're, oh, you're there. She blinked. She's not frozen. I am. Give us a sign. Thank you. Give us a sign, Missy. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I guess we'll let this podcast end. So Missy is in and out. And thank you, Missy. Thank you, Nancy. Thank you, listeners and watchers. We love you. And as always, Stay happy in the morning and night. Be listening to the happiness. I hate saying goodbye, Nancy. This is just terrible. And the yes, the thanks so much for having it. me. Thanks so much You're for welcome. having me. This has yeah. been great. You won. Wonderful. So fun. It yes. is fun. This is a good one. Thank you so yeah. much, everybody. Peace out. Goodbye. Ciao.